Since the establishment of a paediatric oncology unit at the John Hunter Children's Hospital, the number of services has steadily increased. Is this because of more cases of children with cancer or is it because there is now a better overall facility to help these children? I have with me today Dr Frank Alvaro, Head of Paediatric Oncology at the John Hunter Children's Hospital in Newcastle. Dr Alvaro, thank you for coming in. Pleasure. Perhaps we can start on a slightly personal level. How long have you been treating kids with cancer? Uh, I started my training in 1991 um, and uh, came to Newcastle in 1999. And you've been head of paediatric oncology for how long? Uh, Since 1999. The unit uh, didn't exist as a unit um, until I arrived. Um, I came as a a sole practitioner, I guess, in paediatric cancer services. And um, it has steadily grown since then. So 1999 was the beginning of the whole thing? It was. I mean, certainly, obviously, there were children with cancer in the Newcastle area before Mm. that, uh, and they needed to go to Sydney uh, for their therapy. The unit itself has just made a big difference to the to the children and to their families. It's made a a huge difference. I mean, if you can imagine um, living in... uh, um, in Cessnock or in uh, in Lambton, and you had to um, drive uh, two, two, two and a half hours to go to Sydney for some therapy, um, and particularly for diagnosis and the initial treatment, um, and now they can come down the road. And that must be a, a big help to everybody. It makes a huge difference to the families. Um, mm. You know, usually dad, usually dad stays at work, um, which is very hard if you have to drive to Sydney up and back. And mm. you can have some type of... Uh, uh, family, I guess, that you, it is very hard to do when you're um, traipsing up and down the F3. Would these children that were diagnosed here, would some of them have been treated in with the adults as, as well rather than all go to Sydney? I think certainly the teenagers, so if you were 14, 15, 16 and even 17 years, I think those children generally um, would have gone uh, to the adult services, whereas now um, with the facilities that we have, we can treat uh, those teenagers. um, And that makes a huge difference because children or teenagers generally get children-like cancers, not adult-like cancers, mm-hmm. and I think having that level of expertise um, I think makes a difference to those uh, those teenagers. How many children would you and your staff see in the course of a year now? Uh, from a, a new... So how many new cases of cancer do we see? It's somewhere between... Anywhere between 23 to, to 40, so it's, it's quite a big variation. Um, it's also fair to say we also treat children with... Um, non-malignant uh, blood disorders, so haematology, um, and we see quite a number of those as well. So um, it's uh, it's quite a wide uh, variety, really, of uh, different cases. And how many kids would go through the unit in the course of a year? Our averages, um, I mean, the other important thing is we follow our children as they become adults, so mm. after their therapy's finished. So we would see anywhere probably 200 or probably more than 200 different um, um, cases of children who have either had new cancer or cancer that's been treated um, through the course of a year. That's quite a lot of children, isn't it? It is a lot of children. Uh, if we get in, in, in perspective, I guess, um, about one in 600 or one in 700 children were going to develop a malignancy. So any large school um, generally has either a child that either is currently being treated or has already um, being treated for, for cancer. So it, it certainly is uh, perhaps not as uncommon as people think. Has there been an increase in the number of children? There, there, there is a, a slight increase in incidence of uh, childhood cancer. 
Um, we probably see more children as we are um, seeing more children from the outlying areas um, from Newcastle. So I guess we're spreading a little bit wider rather than driving, you know, four hours from Taree, they can come two hours to us. So And so the numbers of children we are seeing are steadily increasing, um, not so much year to year, but over, as a trend, um, primarily, I think, because of um, population growth, because there's a lot of population growth mm-hmm. within this area, uh, and also because we are um, spreading our tentacles a bit wider than what we have in the past. Is the overall recovery rate better now than it was, say, five or ten years ago? Uh, uh, certainly. I mean, if we think, uh, let's take, um, the most common cancer in children, leukaemia, as an example. Mm-hmm. So acute lymphoblastic leukaemia, the commonest cause of leukaemia um, in children. 35 years ago, survival rates were about 10-15%. Um, cure rates for most acute lymphoblastic leukaemias is now 80 to 85%. So we've made huge gains and grounds in some very aggressive types of cancer in children. And if you look at it overall, so if you get an overall figure, about 75% of children who have cancer will be cured of their disease. That's really encouraging. That Definitely science and certainly medical care has improved that oh, much. I think that it, it certainly makes uh, you know, our job a very re- rewarding job in mm-hmm. sometimes quite difficult circumstances. And uh, um, you know, science and research and you know, right from the laboratory research, right through the clinical research, um, and then beyond clinical research, so supportive care. So, for example, in the last five years, some of the big gains and improvements in survival have been children surviving their treatment. So it's the treatment that's the, uh, um, that is difficult, but if they get through their treatment, then they're going to be survive their disease. And I think all that research has made a, a huge difference. The number of, of children who are recovering overall, fully recovering, is this solely because of the improvements in, in science and, and medical treatment? I, I think it is. I mean, I think we need to um, really break it up in, in lots. Firstly, it's the diagnosis. So if you get the diagnosis right, you can give them the right treatment. So as time goes on, we have been able to be much more specific in what the diagnosis is. So, for example, you can have a... Um, Let's take leukemia as an example once mm-hmm. again. Um, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. There are many different types of ALL, um, as we call it, and your therapy can then be um, somewhat targeted so that you can give perhaps more aggressive therapy to those children that need it. And so if you make that diagnosis right, because under the microscope they all look the same, but there are some very specific genetic differences in some of those ALL patients. So if you make the diagnosis right, um, you can then give them better treatment. So that's the first thing. That's at the very diagnostic stage. The next stage is what advances have they been made in childhood cancer treatment? And they, that has come through both laboratory research and then clinical research doing um, what we call phase three trials to try and make sure that the new therapies we are adding are, is improving survival. And then there's the supportive care so that can you get them through that therapy? And I think that there have also been big gains in that. So really in those three areas have we made big gains that overall means children are surviving, many more and more children are surviving their disease. You're listening to Wellbeing, and I have with me today Dr. Frank Alvaro. Dr. Alvaro, let's turn now to the services available for these children and their families. Is there a separate area within the hospital where these kids usually go for their treatment now? So as, we, uh, as we're speaking now, there are, um, we have a ward that we share currently with the um, surgical patients, so um, J1 at the John Hunter Children's Hospital. Within our part of the ward, we also have what we call a day unit, which is where patients who are coming primarily for day treatments 
blood transfusion, platelet transfusion, um, or some day chemotherapy. Um, and that's within our, our, that part of the ward. So we have our own section within a mixed ward. And when this was established, did you expect for it to be a permanent arrangement or was there always hope of, of some improvement? I always had eternal hope that we would improve the uh, the facilities for our patients. And um, as time goes on, we have done that. I mean, we um, first we only had the ward. We then created this temporary day unit. And we always thought it would be temporary because um, we had, uh, I guess, a vision of uh, making a totally separate area, separate from the inpatient ward, where patients, children, their families could come in and not necessarily be within the hospital, so to speak, uh, in a totally separate area. So... If the kids were coming in and needed some surgical procedure, such as um, a lumbar puncture, um, would they automatically go into that surgical ward with the, the other children? Uh, yes. So if, if, if one of our children needed a lumbar puncture, really the, the journey for them was you get admitted to the ward. Um, most of those we do under a general anaesthetic. Um, they needed to um, wait around until there was a space available in the general operating theatres at the John Hunter Hospital, and as everyone knows, that's a very busy area. Mm. Um, so often the patients would need to wait, sometimes not at all, but depending on uh, urgent cases, they needed to wait two or three or four hours. They'd go up to the theatres, they'd go to recovery, then back down to the ward. So it was, a, it was, a, it was a quite a long journey for those patients before they went home again. And some of them would be quite small? Oh, we treat uh, children from newborns right up to 18 years of age, so quite a wide variation. Mm. So if the, a child was having a blood transfusion or chemotherapy, would they also sit in within that, that area? Oh, that's right, yes. I mean, that, that, that is what we've designated our, our day area. So those that don't need inpatient um, admission, so they don't need to stay overnight, if they were well enough, they go into that area, have their therapy and then go home. What difference will a new unit make to these children? So we um, are about to commence the uh, the building or the refurbishment of an area within the John Hunter Hospital, um, and that is going to be our new oncology day unit. And this is really going to make a huge difference. Um, one, it's away from the inpatient section, so they don't need to feel like they're coming into hospital. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess, a psychological improvement. Um, secondly, we'll be able to run out um, a clinic. So if they're only coming to visit uh, one of us, one of the oncologists, they uh, don't need to go and mix with the um, the rest of the children so that it is a totally separate area. Remember, a lot of our children are um, have immune suppression so that they are more at risk of infection. And so to have a totally separate area makes a big difference from, uh, from that point of view. Um, the next area is that they'll be able to go into this area that will also we'll be able to do light general anaesthetics within um, the new area, so they won't need to make the trip up to the standard theatres, and I think that'll Im- improve both the journey for the patient, but also for theatres. I think they don't need to continually slot in our patients to try and uh, fit them in, um, and hopefully the uh, the area will be something that um, they will, uh, once they like to come to, but certainly <laughs> will uh, um, will appreciate that's different yeah. than our, our current area. And this will actually be within the physical area of the children's hospital? So it's within the, it's, uh, if anyone knows the hospital, it's within, it's quite close to the current outpatient section on the, on the ground floor. Um, and whereas our ward is actually on level one. So it is totally separate, but still within the John Hunter campus. Mm. And as you said, the main benefit of this for the patients is that they're not, um, in inverted commas, going into hospital. They're, they're yes. just on a visit. Uh, that's right. It, it, it's a visit. It's a separate area. Um, it won't look like a hospital room. It will hopefully look uh, different. There'll be a lot of chairs rather than uh, there will be some beds, but chairs and beds. So there'll be a combination of the two. And they, if they're well enough, they can sit up in a chair and not 
um, not have that feeling of being uh, in hospital. Mm. All of this will make it a lot easier for the staff to uh, to work with and around the children. Uh, yes, we will uh, staff the area uh, once again totally separately. So from from our point of view, it's it's going to make a big difference to how we deliver care to these children. And I guess the kids will will feel more relaxed if the staff are not as as harassed. We we hope so, um, and um, and we hope the families are too. So it's a, it's the, you know, some of the families do get very upset. Their children has to fast for long periods of time if there are delays in theatre. We can eliminate all that. It will make their stay um, within our service um, uh, a lot better. That was what I was going to be my next question. Does it make a difference in the waiting times for the for the children? Uh, we are hoping that um, if we can do the light anaesthetics within that area, we'll have a set time and there won't be the delays that there currently are in our theatres at the John Hunter. So I'm hoping we'll make a big difference to um, um, to the families. Dr Alvaro, when you first came to the hospital, did you envisage that you'd be able to do something like this? Uh, it's interesting you say that. When I first came, um, it was uh, there was some excitement because this was going to be a new unit. Um, I could essentially put my stamp on it, so to speak, um, rather than going into a well-established um, unit. And so that made, um, I guess, it exciting for me. Um, and I had always hoped that we would be able to um, achieve this separate day unit. I thought that was the one thing that we really lacked within the John Hunter Children's Hospital. Um, it's probably taking longer than what I would have uh, hoped for, but um, now that it's a reality um, uh, in the planning, then it's it's quite an exciting time. How many staff would you have working in and around the the unit? I mean, we are uh, lucky. We have obviously um, the nursing staff on the, in the inpatient part, the nursing staff within our day unit, um, and then we have a whole range of allied health professionals, social workers. Um, clinical nurse consultants, physios, occupational therapists, dietitians, um, neuropsychologists, psychologists. Um, we have a, uh, a registrar, so a doctor in training, and we have, um, of course, myself and then two other oncologists. So we are quite a big team, really. Um, and the, the thing about tra- treating children with cancer is you need to operate as a team. It's really a, a team effort. It's not just the doctors. It's uh, You need everyone's help and support, and I think um, I'm pretty sure our families appreciate the uh, the extra help that they get from the other uh, from the allied health professionals as well as the medical staff it certainly sounds as if they're not isolated and treated as a patient rather than as part of the team look I mean I th- we one of the advantages of being a, a smaller center as compared to uh, the larger centers in Sydney is that I'm hoping we can give them that personal touch mm. um, and that they um, do feel um, part of our unit um, and that they are you know, on a very difficult journey for them. But um, I'm hopeful that we can provide them those supports that make the journey just that little bit easier. And you know, I'm fairly confident that our team does provide that for our, for our children who are going through such difficult times. You're listening to Wellbeing. I'm Iris Nichols, and I'm talking today to Dr Frank Alvaro from the John Hunter Children's Hospital. Dr. Avara, would you tell us about the unit itself, the physical side of the unit? Sure. So the new um, unit, which um, I'm hoping will start um, uh, either late next month or, or in December, um, has um, three sections to it, really. It has an area, um, a waiting area, some consultation rooms, um, which is the, the first section. The next part is the treatment area, so where we will have... Um, 
six spaces to treat children um, uh, with cancer, and so they would. That's our day unit spaces with obviously a nurses station. And then we have the next really section is the area where we'll give um, treatments like lumbar punctures or bone marrow biopsies and we'll have the ability to do um, light general anaesthetic. So it's really in three separate areas, but hopefully those areas flow so that um, it's um, really a one unit but three areas that we can uh, treat the children. Mm-hmm. So what sort of area do you know in, in metres oh, or I, whatever? I think it's about... about 240 square metres if uh, people... So it's, yeah. it's a reasonable area. It's not a huge area. One, as everyone knows, the biggest, one of the biggest issues with John Hunter Hospital is space. But, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, we are very lucky to get this, uh, this area to, um, to build this facility. And I guess in amongst all the treatment equipment, the kids are going to need something to distract them. So oh, absolutely. I know at the moment there's some great murals on the, on the yes. walls in, in the kitchen. Yes. So they'll go, you'll get something similar to So that. we are, the current plan, uh, as you know, these things often change, but we are um, certainly trying to make the unit um, light and airy. We, as I said before, we, we service such a, a large range of ages, right from babies right up to teenagers, that um, you, you can't be too specific. So the teenagers don't particularly like um, the wiggles, it's fair to say. Um, <laughs> so we are trying to be, um, I guess, all-encompassing, but I think one of the big things that we are wanting to do is and i think we'll do it is have a couple of lcd screens um and they will be uh, connected to, to um, headphones so that um, the children can listen to their own screen and so therefore won't distract firstly the staff but other children as well within the unit so i think that'll be a big bonus and we um also have a play therapist of course and hopefully she'll be able to um, entertain the children while they're um hopefully not too bored mm. How about furniture? Will there be changes made so that the the parents and the children can sort of sit and be more comfortable? You mentioned the chairs for the patients. So we have um, um, one of the big things about this. These children shouldn't be sick, so to speak. They shouldn't need to be in hospital. So um, we're going to have a mixture of a combination of, um, I guess, clinical chairs where they can sit up and but still have the ability to lie flat if they don't feel very well to um, some beds so that, you know, if they come out of a general anaesthetic after their um, procedure, they'll be able to lie down for a while. And obviously there's space enough for the, uh, for particularly you know, one of the parents to sit with their child while they're having their therapy. So mm. we are hoping that they'll find it certainly more comfortable than where they are at the moment. And you mentioned that it's going to be down on the ground floor. Will they have a, a separate entrance to, to go into rather than have to go through the hospital system? Um, we we had looked at that, but unfortunately that wasn't possible. So they will have a separate entrance to where um, the current outpatient entrance is, uh, but it will be off um, what we call Hospital Street, so the main corridor within the within the hospital. Um, but hopefully not too far away from the from the main entrance, and so they can just um, quickly walk in and and uh, get into the unit. Children of all ages, you you obviously treat them, but do you try and treat um, the younger ones on a and I realise that you have to work in with whatever they, treatment they need. But do you try and sort of group them in ages in, on the days of treatment? Uh, we we try. It's, it's a little it's a little difficult. Um, one of the issues um, that we have is you don't know which 
what the next patient's age is going to be. So um, you know, we may have a, a whole bunch of younger, you know, two to five-year-olds come in at once, or you might have one, two and five-year-old, and then the next patient's 17, the next patient's four months of age. And so it makes it very hard to try and group them together. But having said all that, a lot of our patients do um, attend things like can quality and canteen, mm-hmm. and they do get to know each other at those um, venues. And then now, if we can, we do try and obviously group them if we can, but sometimes it's not possible. It's, our treatments are fairly rigid and we really try and stick to it if we can. Yeah, yeah. With the high level of stress for both the children and, and their families, will the new unit make it easier for them to cope? I th- I'm, I'm hoping it is. And, and as I said before, one of the big reasons is is the weight. So, you know, the families have gone through so much anyway um, and then to have to wait because theatres are busy or they're doing dealing with trauma or something, I think really makes parents very, very anxious and makes the children, you know, even more anxious. It so reflects off, and it reflects off. And I'm mm-hmm. really hoping that if we can have a very steady flow through that, that uh, um, hopefully delays aren't, aren't part of the unit, that it will make a difference um, for the families, and also be a, it'll be a central area. So they, um, whereas at the moment it's within the the ward, so to speak, and that makes it a little bit hard because of that. I'm hoping because of this central area, it will make it a little easier for them um, to come and and get their therapy, and then hopefully go home pretty pretty quickly. Is this likely to be the your only unit of its kind in New South Wales? Uh, no, certainly the other two children's hospital in New South Wales have um, day units. Um, it, it, it's a little bit different than theirs, primarily obviously because of space. They have mm-hmm. they have more patients, um, but I'm I'm very much hopeful that it will be. Um, unique in its positioning um, and also um, I'm very hopeful that um, the families will appreciate it that for, for what it's going to be. Mm. And the big question, how much? Um, I'm estimating, and um, the tenders haven't quite finished yet, but we are looking at somewhere close to three-quarters of a million dollars. Mm, how, how do you hope to raise that money? Well, I mean, I guess, first of all, this is... Um, all fundraised money will pay for this unit, so this is um, there is no other funding. Um, the we have several people on board already. So um, Kids Club, which is a local um, charity that raises money within the John Hunter Children's Hospital, um, the Maitland Cancer Appeal, like putting some money in. Um, then donations from from the general public, if they you know, you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars, whatever they want to donate, um, we will um, put that towards the. Uh, the day unit, and we're also negotiating with a couple of other um, larger groups, and hopefully they'll come on board as well. The the cost of it does that include the equipment like chairs and beds, and that's the whole thing. Yes, that is the that's the whole thing. So mm. it's not a, a, we don't have to build a new building it's within the John Hunters. That thankfully has um, kept the cost down a little bit, but um, it's in an area that didn't have things like gases or oxygen and all that type of thing. Mm. So that all needs to be put in. So um, it's it's quite a bit of money, but um, I think it's going to be worth it. How long do you think it will take you to raise it? Oh, I'm hoping that before we start in December that we will have the money ready to go. So um, I'm very hopeful that we will be ready to go December. That will be great. It sure will be. <laughs> what sort of response are you getting from the community? Uh, well, I mean, we are so lucky. The Newcastle Hunter Region community is um, very generous towards us and towards the Children's Hospital and particularly towards children with cancer. So... We have also always had great response from from the community, mm. and um, um, that really has only continued with this uh, with this new endeavour. So um, um, we are very thankful for the for the general public. Do you think that the general public knows enough about what's happening in 
you know, that you are raising funds for the unit? Um, it's it's difficult because the um, there is always something um, that's in the newspapers or in the on the radio about um, you know someone needs money for this that and the other and it's hard to always um, I guess keep your name up there in many respects but I think they do we have a you know a core group of people that uh, that have supported us over over some time and um, I think that will uh, continue and just get bigger and bigger so I'm very hopeful that you know, programs like this really make uh, make people aware of what we're doing at the John Hunter Children's. Dr. Alvaro, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about the unit. Of course, we wish you every good wish for for its completion. Perhaps when it's finished and up and running, you'll come back and tell us more about it. Well, thank you for inviting me, and I'd, uh, I'd love to do that. I've been talking today with Dr. Frank Alvaro, Head of Paediatric Oncology at the John Hunter Children's Hospital in Newcastle. Until the next time we meet, this is Iris Nichols saying thank you for listening and on behalf of all the team, we wish you well.